All right, everybody. Today, we're talking about a brand new currency. No, we're not talking about cryptocurrency or any new Bitcoin. We're talking about attention. Let's go. Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Hey guys, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. So sure hope you're having yourself a wonderful day. And I hope I got your attention in the opening tease for today's upcoming episode. No, unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about cryptocurrency. We're not going to talk about Bitcoin and Dogecoins and, you know, NFTs and all this kind of stuff. We're going to talk about a currency that is probably more valuable to you, a currency that everybody who's listening to this podcast can do a better job of. Everybody who is a part of the movement on our podcast, you can lean into the education, lean into this, and you can actually start getting more on your balance sheet as of this currency. And it's one of those currencies is if you do a good job with it, you actually will help other people along on their journey. Obviously, today we're talking about the currency of attention. <sighs> I have a feeling some people that just, when I said that, they're going, oh man, that's the last thing I want to have ever have is attention. You know, I'm Russ, I hear this all the time. I'm a humble Canadian. You know, we're not braggy braggy. We don't do any of this kind of stuff. We don't put it out there in the big social network. We don't brag about all this kind of stuff. I want to fly under the radar. Now, I get it. I totally understand that. I am alongside you, a part of the journey as well. But in today's presentation, and it is 100% presentation style, I delivered this one in the old home studio, created an entire presentation deck, and I challenged myself to do a presentation style and deliver a high-quality presentation, something that I would deliver in a live workshop environment, something that I would just deliver, you know, as a matter of fact, it would be probably easier to deliver this in a live workshop environment because you have your own audience and you have uh, people to feed off of and the energy. But, you know, even if I did it off of a Zoom process, it would still be easier. But I did this one just raw. And I did this one in the studio by myself without another person around. And the entire intention was that was to challenge and push myself to deliver content, to deliver a presentation to my audience, which is you guys, which is the people that are following along on the movement of the podcast. And thank you very much for all the wonderful feedback and, you know, comments and reviews and all that kind of wonderful stuff that you've been providing. The podcast is getting some momentum right now. And I use the analogy quite a bit, and this is the analogy I use with a lot of people I talk to is sometimes you need to just take the time to work and you have to prime the pump. You know, the old, you know, I grew up in the prairies, as many of you know, and we actually had well water for the longest time. We had uh, well water and we had the old pump jack where we had to just sit there and we had the pump and we had the pump and you had the pump and you had the pump and you were pumping for probably three four, 500 pumps to try and get that water to come up onto there to get that fresh well water, the nice, you know, prairie spring water. 
And then finally, once the water started coming and once the water started flowing, the pumping got a little easier, but you couldn't stop the pumping, right? You had to actually prime the pump in order for the water to start flowing, but then you had to still keep on pumping in order to keep the water flowing. That's no different than what you're about to hear and what you're about to learn in some of these strategies that we're going to talk about here about attention generating strategies. How do you get the eyeballs on your business? How do you get people to start coming towards you? We always hear the analogy as, you know, have it as attraction marketing, have people attracted to you, right? Have people come to you, those kind of things. That's what we're talking about here. And I go very deep in this presentation. I think it's better part of an hour. And I tell a whole bunch of wonderful stories. I have some guest presenters that come along that they weren't, you know, some people that sent me some audio and some video video and I deliver an entire presentation here. So here's what I want you guys to do. This presentation will 100% make sense as a standalone on podcast. But some of the things that I shared with were visual in nature. And some of them were, you know, we went and we went on to social media channels and I showed you some good examples and bad examples and stuff like that. Some of them will be visual in nature. Now, while we tried our best to do that, but some of it just you just have to see. So what I would encourage each and every one of you would be to jump onto my YouTube channel and it's as straightforward just Google my name, Russell Westcott, in the YouTube world, and you will find my YouTube channel. And that's where this presentation will lie from a visual standpoint. So I highly encourage you to check out both. This one is a deep presentation. We go into many facets. We go into how do you start communicating your message? How do you communicate your message as a Canadian would? You know, the humble brag. How do you communicate your message one-on-one in a digital world? How do you start communicating your message out there in an environment where it's noisy and saturated and everybody and their dog is trying to communicate their message. How do you carve out your niche and your specialty? Now in this one, you know, I always love myself a good acronym. There's three acronyms that you're going to want to pay attention to. There's the CLEAR formula, which I'm going to share with you in, in detail in the presentation. That's the entire presentation is around the clear formula. There's also the ear method of attention. And then there's also the ELF strategy. So three very good acronyms that we can dive into. And I, you will thoroughly love this presentation. Well, you know, I guess I should reserve my judgment till the end. Let's put it this way. I guess I'll be clear yeah, how's that, eh? Clear, you get it? Huh? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm going to be clear in my communication. I thoroughly enjoyed putting this materials together. I thoroughly enjoyed delivering this materials. And this right now, if you crack the code, the attention code, if you start getting eyeballs onto your business, you truly will have the combination to the vault to help you move forward with velocity. Okay, gang, with all that being said, let's just get right after it. So please help welcome, um, I guess this is kind of awkward. Please help welcome Russell Westcott. <laughs> Hey guys, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. So brand new presentation that I wanted to share with you here. And I'm going to have some fun with this one. I'm going to do a presentation style. I'm also going to try to challenge myself 
to do this uh, one take, no edits. So I may look off to the side every once in a while. I may look down. I may have to hit a different button or so like that to deliver this presentation. But you know what I'm going to do, guys, is I want to deliver some value. And I know in the opening tease to this video and podcast, I'm going to put this out as a podcast as well. I tease that we're going to talk about a new currency. I'm going to talk about a currency that probably has more value than any new Bitcoin or any new Dogecoin or any new cryptocurrency that's just coming out on the marketplace. I'm going to talk about the currency of attention. Attention is one of those currencies that you need to have in your real estate business. You need to have eyeballs. You need to have people checking out your business. You need to have people engaging with your business. And that's what we're going to talk about here today is we're going to go deep into this topic about attention because truly attention is a new currency that you may want to lean into and check out. And if you can master this one skill, if you can master this skill of attention, if you can master eyeballs on your business, I'll get into this deeper as we go along, but if you can truly master this skill, this could be a new business venture for many of you. This could be a business within a business to help you move forward with velocity. Okay, gang? So first and foremost, I'm Russell Westcott. I help real estate investors start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast or subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you just hit that button. Make sure you hit that YouTube button there. Make sure you subscribe, hit the little bell notification button, and get on the list for every new episode that comes out. Okay, so let's get after it. So what I've done here is I've prepared a little bit of a presentation deck for everybody. And I'm going to cut back and forth to a couple different views, a couple different camera angles, a couple different slides. And what I'm really trying to do is I'm practicing elevating my skill to be able to do something in one take and just keep moving on. But this quote here from Pete Cashmore talks about we're living in a time where attention is the new currency. Think about it for a second. If you have a a brand new book or in your email inbox this morning, there was probably, if you're like my inbox, there was probably 400 new emails that came in there. Everybody was trying to vie for your attention. Who were the ones that you pay attention to? Who are the ones that you put your eyeballs on? Who are the ones that you subscribe to? Who are the ones that you lean into to make a commitment of your time, energy, in your earbuds of your podcast, watching a YouTube video? Who do you take the time to do that. And that's truly what we're talking about here, guys. We're talking about attention. We are truly living in a time when there is attention is a currency. So guys, here's what I want to go through. Before I deliver this presentation and share with you the CLEAR method, the CLEAR, C-L-E-A-R method, I want to talk first about attention. So let's talk about the three levels of attention. So there truly are three levels of attention. Not every attention is created equal. So what you want to do is you want to make sure you pay attention to the type of attention and the source of attention that comes through. Okay, so here are the three levels. Level number one is that you earn the attention, okay? So what you have to do in this level of attention is you have to work your way 
in to get this tension. And I'll break down each one of these ones individually, is that you have to earn it. You have to work your way. This is something that you do on a daily basis, manual labor, if you will. Then the next one after that is that you acquire the attention. You can sit there and you can acquire it. And then the third one is that you actually reside, where you start taking it to the next level, where you start building your own list, where you start controlling the attention that's coming. So the ear method here that I will come back to quite regularly is that you earn it, you acquire it, or you reside. Reside meaning you are almost like a family. And what I'm going to share with you here is there's actually a good uh, friend of mine, one of my coaching clients, and he shares the method, what he calls, and I just love the terminology of what he calls it. He calls it friends who are family. Like, if think about it that, if you have some friends who are family, they're going to answer your phone call. They're going to pay attention when you send them over an email note. They're going to pick up the phone and call you back. You probably have them on text, text message on these fancy devices there. You probably have on text. So here's the goal is, is how many friends that you can have who are like family, where they reside in your attention sphere. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about. So those are the three levels of attention. So let's talk about each of them individually. So first of all, earning. How do you earn attention from other people? Number one is you have to work your way in. It's one of those ones is not going to sugarcoat it. It takes some time. It takes an investment of your energy, takes some focus. You have to, you know, get on there and you have to lean into it. It's a little bit of slow and steady. You know, the slow and steady wins the race when it comes to this type of uh, way in is what it is. It's manual. It's a personal process. Really, you know, I'll give you a couple examples. Number one is, so let's say, for example, you belong to a bunch of uh, Facebook groups and you're on those Facebook groups and you lean into it and then a whole bunch of people are asking some questions, some really fantastic questions. Number one, here's a quick hint, hint aside for each and every one of you, is when people are asking these questions on this Facebook group, that is a fantastic thing for you to capture all those questions to create posts for it. Because if somebody else is having that question, probably 20, 30, 50, 100, maybe 1,000 other people are having the same question. That's where I get a lot of my content materials from is people that are asking all those wonderful questions. So you just really truly just lean in to the conversation on those communities and you provide value. You provide the support. You answer the questions. You make a difference by showing up genuinely day after day after day. And that's how you provide those answers and those information from all those Facebook groups that are out there. Okay, so that's the one is the problem with the earning is because it is a manual process, it can be difficult to scale. But don't get me wrong, it's free. It's just your time, which some people may say that's probably the most valuable resource we have is our time. But here's the thing is, You know, you can do that on a daily basis. You can really just truly lean into it. You can help others along the process here. You can, you know, do the work on this on a daily basis, make set aside an hour once a week to just go on into all the Facebook groups, help answer questions and help people move forward. Okay, so that's the first one is earn. Remember the ear method, earn, acquire, reside. 
So the acquire part of this is now where you're starting to buy your way in, right? You, this is where you pull out the old trucker wallet here and you start, you know, you pull out the credit card and you start buying your way in. There's multiple different levels. Of, this is where this is going to be an investment on your part, but this is one where you can grow with some pace. You can have some velocity. This is something that, for example, you can do is sponsorships, ads, paid collaborations, a lot of those kind of things. Now, for example, I'll give you a quick example. So here's an example. So if any of you have ever gone onto YouTube and maybe you've watched your favorite YouTube influencer out on the YouTubes and they're sitting there and all of a sudden your favorite influencers in there, tomorrow we're going to talk about, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. One of my favorite YouTube influencers of who I just love his work and love the creation they do is, is Peter McKinnon good Canadian boy. I think he's actually from Newmarket, to be honest, original. So if any of you ever get a chance to go search up Peter McKinnon, go check him out. So first of all, he has nothing to do with real estate. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I just love the work that he does. He's very creative. He's very entrepreneurial. He's very engaging on what he does on his video content. But what he does is quite often, he will sit there and he'll have a video where going, okay, today we're going to talk about the new hero GoPro 10. And we're going to have a, we're going to, I'm going to walk you through. And he goes and shoots a video with one of his friends on their motorbike going around their dirt track. And he puts the GoPro 10 on that person and he does it. So the DGAI, the company, would have probably sponsored that video for Peter McKinnon to do that. So they would have sponsored him. They would have paid him money. First of all, they probably would have given him GoPro 10 for free, and they actually would have sponsored him at the same time. So that's just another example of how you would buy your way in. Another example, let's use an example, for example, within real estate. Let's say, for example, all the podcasts that are out there, real estate investor podcasts, and maybe you have a service that you're a realtor in a market and somebody does a fantastic job in promoting Saskatchewan real estate on their podcast. You can sit there and go, I'd love to collaborate with you. I'd pay you a sponsorship fee. I'm a realtor in Saskatoon and I have an office in Regina. I'd love to sponsor your podcast to get on your podcast. So that's another way of how you are buying your way into that for getting that attention. So sponsorship, ads, paid collaborations. That is truly, if you're getting to that point, you're starting to talk about the next level. That's next level material. But here's the thing is I want to have with you is I do want to say is, you know, proceed with caution when it comes to this is because you're now starting to pay for the traffic, the attention. The traffic and the attention is easy to get. It truly can be quite easy as you pull out your credit card and you put it onto a Facebook uh, ad platform and you're going to get lots of attention. You're going to get lots of clicks. And then all of a sudden, you know, you sit there after your first week and go, what, $400 a week? And holy moly, I'm not getting any traffic. I'm not getting any good leads from this. So just proceed with caution if you are starting to do the paid route here as well. Okay, guys, so that's how you acquire. And then the next next level from here, which is I would say this is the goal for every single person, is you need to have those friends who are family. You need to reside in people's inbox. You need to reside in their YouTube channel. You need to reside, you know, take up space and provide value and content for the group of people as well. So this is where you start building your own list, okay? This is where you start taking it to the next level, is you truly have your own list. This is where you have the most deep and connected relationship you have with people is you now are starting to control their attention. This is where you take it to the next echelon. And I firmly believe 
when it comes to this game of real estate. Truly one of the biggest differences between an amateur and a professional is somebody who has a CRM database. If somebody has that database where you can sit there and go, are you tracking the contents tax in your database? Are you tracking how many people are coming through into your funnels? That is the difference between an amateur and a professional. And to be truly honest, within my business, I love every single one of my real estate's properties. Every single one of them. Everything are amazing. But in really business sense and in context, my people that I have on my database my contacts, the people that I can send out tomorrow, I can send out an email note to, those people on my database are worth a tremendous amount more value than any of the pieces of real estate that I own. And you, once you start building out that database of people, you too will have the same realization is, are you tracking your database? Are you tracking activity? Activities, how you bring people into the funnel. Are you tracking and on a daily basis? What activities are you doing today to build out your database of names and database of people? So those are the truly the three different levels. So remember, it's earn, acquire, and then reside. Okay, so those are the types of attention that you want to get after. Okay, so now next, what we're going to do is we are going to talk about the clear strategy here. So Quick time out here already. So if many of you have ever watched a presentation of mine or, or gone through one of them, you know I'm a big fan on acronyms, right? Acronyms so you can teach the point. Acronyms so you can remember. Acronyms so people can gravitate to something. So if I asked you, if I came up to you right now and I said to you, you know, for example, I said to you, please tell me the three types of attention. And I might have to prompt you. I might have to just point over here like this and they go, oh, ear, ear, the ear method, three types of attention, earn, acquire, reside. So I have to work for it. I have to earn it. I have to buy my way. I have to acquire it or I have to reside into it. I get people on my list and I have that trackable asset that people coming forward. So that's the key thing you want to do is that's one of the reasons why I like teaching with acronyms is because first of all, I can remember them. Okay. Number two is it's something that you as the audience can then remember. So at the end of this presentation, if all you remember is the ear method, of the three types of attention and the clear formula that I'm about to share with you next. If you remember those two acronyms, and there's one other acronym I'm going to share with you called the ELF acronym as well. If you have those three acronyms, you will get retain 80% of the presentation that I'm about to deliver to you. So that's one of the reasons why I do all this. Okay, so let's talk about the clear strategy. So this is how you generate attention for your real estate investment. So obviously, there's you know, the steps clear, C-L-E-A-R. So there's five steps to this, right? So the C in the clear formula of doing this is conversations. Are you able to turn your conversations into real estate conversations? Are you able to communicate your message to a group of people? Are you able to share your message with other people? Because here's the thing. Let's just be truly honest here for a second. Is Let's think about this for one second. Nobody can hear the thoughts that are in your head. Nobody can, right? Nobody can hear those thoughts. Is, you know what? You sit there and you go, I've got the greatest 
real estate investment opportunity ever. I just know this is the best deal ever. It's I've done all the homework. I've done all the research. There should be thousands of people lined up about that. But if nobody will sit there and if nobody can hear what you're thinking about, your greatest opportunity will just go like dust in the wind, like a tumbleweed on the prairies in the drought of summer. It will just... It'll just roll on by. So nobody can hear your thoughts. You know, the other thing is nobody can A, hear your thoughts. But the other thing is nobody can actually hear your passion. Nobody can hear the sharing of your journey. Nobody can hear about, like, as you can see, when I'm sitting here and I'm presenting, my eyes are getting, I'm just getting on a roll here. As a matter, I, I probably have to, sometimes I have to do is slow down a little bit from time to time. But I have passion about this. This is something that I believe everybody should learn. This is a trainable skill. This is one of those skills that everybody needs to learn. If you master the art and the science of attention generation for your business, truly you will have very few obstacles in your way to make a go of this real estate game. So share the confidence, share the passion. You are going to be your best advocate and leader and cheerleader and voice and marketing and salesperson for the business and the transactions you're doing, okay? So next is you want to do is you want to turn all your conversations into real estate conversations, right? It is truly, it's a key thing is that you want to turn all those conversations into real estate conversations. And what you want to do is you want to be known for something. Okay, so here we go. Um, I'm going to tell one story and I'm going to share with you a few other stories I have told, but I'm actually going to share a story of somebody else here as well. Somebody who reached out to me recently. And there's just some wonderful lessons that each and every one of us need to learn from what I'm about to share with you. Okay. So remember, if you've watched many of my videos or listened to many of my podcasts, you probably heard the story about the um, turning the conversation to a real estate conversation in the back of an ambulance, where I truly was passing a kidney stone hooked up on a morphine drip. And the paramedic asked me, so what are you doing in town? I was in Toronto. And I turned that conversation into a real estate conversation in the back. Now, obviously, nothing happened from that deal. Nothing ever happened from it. But it just served a point to myself as of what lengths and what willingness am I willing to do to turn these conversations in the real estate conversation. I'll share another story with you. So here's another story. So I was on vacation with a family. Wonderful vacation, and we love to go to the island of Maui. As a matter of fact, on my desk here, I have multiple coasters of many of the places that I love. That's the Grand Wailea. That's actually one of the places I love to stay. That's where my wife and I stayed on our, on our honeymoon while we were there. Here's Mama's Fish House, another coaster on there. So I have these icons and tokens on my desk to remind me of one of my favorite places on Earth. Okay, so here's the story. We were staying at this resort. We are staying there for a couple weeks. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to practice turning conversations into real estate conversations. So at about 10 o'clock at night, sun went after sun went down, about 10 o'clock at night, I was very consistent. Every night I would go to the hot tub. And I would go to that hot tub and I would sit there and I would um, make a point of trying to meet people. I would make a point of uh, introducing myself. I would make a point of talking with all the people that come to the resort. So that's what I did. I made that point to try to get and talk to everything and I was consistent. And here's the thing, I think we were there two weeks. 
And by about day number four, when I showed up at the hot tub, you know, towel over shoulder, you know, swim trunks, like I showed up at the hot tub and they go, hey, it's a real estate guy. Where are you, Ross? We're here, the real estate guy. So here's it. It took me about four days to be known as the real estate guy in the context at this resort. Okay. So here's the question that I would ask you is what are you known for? Right. Are you, when you walk into a room, are you known as, hey, it's the multifamily apartment tycoon in Whitby, Ontario, right? Are you known for something when you go to those places? When you walk into a room, do people just sit there and go, people say, no, who's the player in the room? They sit there and go, over there, that person over there, go talk to them. They're the player over there. So be known for something. Be known as an action taker. Be known for somebody. And are you the hot tub guy, if you will? And when you go to a resort, how long does it take for you to be known as something? Hey everyone, sure hope you're enjoying today's episode. Just wanted to take a quick pause in today's show to share with you a real estate investing and financing tip that has helped many investors scale up their portfolio. Data-driven decisions and having a roadmap are two of the most important fundamentals for real estate investing success. When it comes to financing income properties, it is critical to take a strategic approach versus a traditional transactional approach to financing. A transactional approach is when your lender or broker just speaks to you about the deal at hand versus sitting down and helping you with your plans of financing and putting a roadmap together for your next properties. Do you have the critical answers to start, grow, and scale your portfolios? Answers to some key questions such as, where will the money come from to keep acquiring your properties? How do you structure your deal strategically while not painting yourself into a corner with future financing? And how to proactively manage your borrowing power? These are just a few of the key questions you need answers. If you're looking to grow your portfolio and you're looking to structure your financing strategically, I suggest you speak with one of the team members at Streetwise Mortgages. They have helped thousands of investors scale up their portfolios and also get into the game of real estate investing. The financing roadmap is complimentary for every client who works with Streetwise Mortgages. Best of all, on top of the financing roadmap, you'll receive a summary report on the top 18 Ontario markets. Plus, you'll receive a comprehensive deep dive research report on the market of your choice of the top 18. I'm currently looking at one of these reports right now and they are comprehensive and deep data-driven decision materials for you to make the right decision. I highly recommend you take a look at this if you are interested in starting, growing, and scaling your real estate investing portfolio. To book a planning session and develop your financing roadmap, email info at streetwisemortgages.com. That's info at streetwisemortgages.com. There will also be a link in the show notes below. Now back to the show. Okay, so here's a quote that I want to share with you. It was a fantastic quote. This quote is from one of my personal heroes. This is Ted Lasso. I have a real tricky time hearing folks that don't believe in themselves, right? That is an absolute truism. It's truly, if you don't believe in yourself, how are you going to expect other people to believe in what you have going at the same time? Now, here's what I'm going to do is I have a 
a very fun story of something that was shared with me. I might jump in from time to time to pop in and give some insights into the story. But this was something that was shared to me by one of my podcast listeners. And as podcast listener, she sent me a video of something that she was just doing. So I'm going to play this for you, everybody. So let's let's cue it up here. So this is Jennifer Claremont, everybody. Wonderful real estate investor in Red Deer. So Jennifer, I, I know you listen to the podcast. I hope you're listening to this one. I hope uh, this, this definitely won't embarrass. This is actually extremely positive and I have some wonderful lessons I want to share about what Jennifer has to share here as well. But here's another wonderful story about turning all conversations into real estate conversations. Okay, Jennifer, take it away. Good afternoon, Russell. I had to send you a video to thank you for all of your content you do, your podcasts, your videos, your inspiration that you always put out there for all the real estate investors. I'm still getting into this deeper. And you have always kind of been that little North Star for me to always follow and watch. And I really hope to keep working along with you as I move forward through this. But the cool thing, as I listen to your podcast about your FIRE approach, I've listened to a couple of them. But I made notes. I wrote down what fire in the breakdown of it. And I wrote it down on my kitchen designer's floor plan. But I really wrote it down, absorbed it, felt it. And then I had to do some errands around town. I went to go see my nail tech to get my nails done. And as I'm talking to her, we were discussing how much it was going to cost me. And she's like, usually I charge 40. I'll give you 20 because you've helped me out for whatnot. So it was 20 bucks. Still pretty reasonable. And as she was doing my nails, she asked what I was doing. And I said, oh, I'm flipping a home here soon. My husband and I do investments in mortgages with RRSPs. We do all these, all these cool avenues, what we've done with our rental properties. And right away, she was just ignited. She really loved what we were doing. She is getting a settlement through her divorce. She's trying to buy her home right now. She has RRSPs. And she was just blown away with what I explained what I was doing. And she just said my nails are done for free. So I was, thank you. But not only that, when I chose my nail color, I said, which one should I choose? She's like, red, because you're on fire. So I thought that was cool. I thought that was meant to be. And I just had to share that little story because this is an essence of you. So I hope you're having an awesome day. And I'll even send a little snippet of a little screenshot of my friend of that, my nail tech, of how she followed up with me of how much she wants to do an investment with me. So anyways, take care. Wow. Great story. So thank you, Jennifer. That was fantastic. Now, here's a couple things. Here's a couple lessons that I want to share with you, each and every one of you. I just love it. Red, because you're on fire, right? So sometimes it's good to share lessons of other people. So first of all, Jennifer, thank you very much for sending me that uh, video and you send it directly to me. Here's a couple things I'm going to share with you. But number one, Jennifer, if you are watching this or you are listening to this, I want to invite you on my podcast, okay? I would love to invite you on either a YouTube video that we're going to shoot, or I want to invite you on a podcast episode and do a recording with you about what you're doing within your business. People that step up, people that reach out should be rewarded. Okay, so that's the first thing I want to say, but think about this for a second. Let's talk about some of the wonderful lessons that Jennifer, as an example here. Number one is she picked up her phone and she did a personal note to me as opposed to just some kind of cut and paste random thing. Okay, that was number one. The second thing she did was, first of all, she came out and she said that I've been listening to your podcast. I've been consuming your content. Here's what I've learned. And more important than what I've learned, here's how I implemented it. 
Okay, so she implemented something. As somebody who creates content, puts out materials, puts out podcasts, puts out YouTube channels, and if you ever want to get an attention of an influencer, send them a note, make it personalized, send it to them, tell them what you learned from it, but more importantly, how you used it and how it impacted what you did. Instantly, Jennifer shared a story that it had an instant impact on her when she learned something from the podcast. She learned the FIRE acronym that I talked about about. She was getting her nails done. The nail tech, obviously, she turned the conversation into a real estate conversation. And you never know, maybe something came of that. And that's what I want to find out, Jennifer, is I want to have a conversation deeper. Did anything ever come out of that? Or are you going through the process and learning more strategies on how to turn those conversations into real estate conversations. So guys, here's what I wanted to share with you is if you are ever reaching out to those influencers, Take the time, learn what they're talking about, shoot something personal, send it to them personally, talk about what you learned, what you implemented, and how it impacted you, and share a wonderful story. So fantastic, Jennifer. Congratulations for you. Okay, so that was the C in the clear strategies we talked about, communication. Turning your conversations into real estate conversations, but also at the same time, don't be that person that that's all you do is oh, all they do is they ever talk about real estate. You know what? If you float out the idea about real estate and it just lands on deaf ears, by all means, change the conversation, right? If you're talking to Uncle Jim and Jim's going, so what are you doing? You know, young whippersnapper, what are you, what are you up to? And just say, you know what? I'm sitting there and I've got an offer on my second place and I'm, I'm looking to buy. My team is going gangbuster to try to find some more and I'm doing a mortgage application right now. And holy moly, the banks are getting really tight on some of their qualification. But you know what? I'm putting a stake in the ground for our family and I want to make a difference in our family's future by buying some revenue property going forward. And they say you just put that out and having a conversation. Then Uncle Jim goes, oh, yeah. And all of a sudden you hear crickets. And then the next conversation you want to have is, so uh, how about them Leafs? How are they looking this year, right? You just change the conversation. If it isn't of interest to them, move on, change the conversation, talk about something else. So that's one of the key things about the communication is make sure you're communicating with somebody who wants to hear. Now, beautiful thing about this is, let's, let's really think about this. Most of us are real estate investors. Most of us have a topic of conversation that most people probably want to talk about, right? Let's be honest. Most people want to talk about real estate. It's a topic du jour. It was in, we just had a national election here in Canada and it was a major platform on everything. Even just people just talking about the price of real estate. So here's the thing. The market is doing you some favors by wanting to have uh, conversations around real estate. Okay, so that was the communication. The next one in the clear strategy is leverage. How do you leverage what you're doing? So one of the best ways out there right now is social media, right? Do you take the time commitment? If I went into your calendar right now, if I went there and took a look in your calendar of activities, would I see a block of time that's being put towards social media. What I see a block of time, is it once a week? Is it every day? Is it five times a day, five times a week? How many times are you jumping into social media to create something to put a message out? Now, I'm not talking going into social media here and just going through the scroll hole and scrolling and consuming and reading and reading and reading and, oh man, another video by this person, reading and reading. I'm talking about genuinely supporting, genuinely 
helping people, genuinely going through the process to create value for other people. So that's things there. It is probably one of the highest and best uses of time within your business is what you're doing on social media. Okay. So are you consistent? with your messaging? Are you consistent with the writing you put out? Are you consistent with videos you put out? Are you consistent with audio? All those organic methods. Written, I guess I can even add in their images for, you know, for example, with, with Instagram. Written, audio, video. Are you leaning into those things? Because you do believe that once you create one piece of content, you can schedule it, you can break it up, you can change it into bite-sized pieces from there. So here's the thing I'm going to share with you. Let's do this. From this one thing that I'm doing right now, from this one piece of content that I'm sharing with you right now, this is going to turn out so after I'm done, it's probably going to be maybe 45 to 50 minutes after said and done. Okay, for this one thing, and I'm just sitting here in my office, got all the camera and everything, and I created a little PowerPoint presentation. First of all, this is going to be a YouTube video, number one. It's also going to be a podcast episode. And then from here, I can probably break this one presentation into four or five smaller, shorter, seven-minute videos out of this as well that can all go on YouTube, can all go on social media. And then from there, I can break it into, say, eight or nine one-minute sound bites where I talk about a quote, or maybe I talk about a bomb that I just dropped. Maybe I start bringing some fire, right? I bring a little bit of, whoo, starting to get hot in here. We bring some fire in here. And then all of a sudden, when you bring the fire, what happens? You bring a bomb or two gets dropped on this as well. So here's the thing, guys, is what you want to do is you want to repurpose the content. You keep repurposing the content, and then you keep using it over and over and over again. And then the next level, if you're interested in some next level stuff, is where you start talking about pixel audiences, where you start talking about paid traffic, where you start talking about, and I'll give a quick example of maybe pixel audience for many of you are just, I'm just going, you know, I'm, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking in Greek or code or in binary code, a pixel audience. So for example, have you ever been on Facebook and you were just on a website, you were just searching up Fairmont, Chateau Fairmont and Mount Tremblant, and you were searching that up. And all of a sudden, the next time you go on to Facebook, there's an ad sitting there, a sponsored ad for the Fairmont Chateau Mount Tremblant in Quebec. And you're going, how the heck did they just know? Or is somebody listening to me? But what it means is you went to that website and there was a pixel on there that probably tagged your social media accounts. And the next time you logged into Facebook, they were paid for an advertisement to retarget you back to that website. Okay. Now that's some next level stuff that you want to go and you want to talk about that as well. So that's the leverage of social media. All right. So from here, what I want to talk about is I'm going to just give you some very simple examples of some wonderful posts on social media. So I just pulled a couple just from some of people who I know and just that have done really good job. You know, for example, this one says offer accepted on my second investment property in my real estate investing learning. One of my favorite phrases was buy nice homes in nice areas. And that's exactly the formula we're using here on a corner lot from a park. That's the perk of taking action and making quick decisions. Now we have to get to work and finding some financing, right? So a fantastic way of putting together some of content. They're not bragging. They're not 
beating your chest and look at me, look at me, look at me, or another one here, even a better example, would be my real estate team in Edmonton are providing me monthly updates on my new build. These pictures were sent to me a week and a half ago. By now, they've broken ground on my first investment property, and I'm pumped. With that being said, there's... A, Without having a solid team, there's no way I'd feel confident investing from a distance. Some of the key people on my team include a real estate agent that specializes working with investors, a mortgage broker that specializes working with real estate investors, a real estate coach and mentor, a property management team, an aid lender and team, and a supportive family. Like those are excellent examples right there. Those are, you're getting your point across that you're acquiring real estate and it's not look at me, look at me, how great I am. I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Everybody else sucks. You're just being very gracious. You're being very Canadian on the process. So two excellent examples right there. And two more examples. I'm not going to read these line by line for you, but these are, if you're listening to this on a podcast, there's a couple people out of Ontario. I think the one person, uh, Randall Reshore, who does a fantastic job of some of the posts that he's doing. He talked about a 277% return that he had for on one of his investment properties and then did an entire little slide deck of sharing with that. Did a fantastic job of that. And another one, uh, the next one there is, I know I've blurred out the name and the person, but that's Quentin D'Souza. Probably a lot of you can recognize. Quentin does an excellent job. Quentin is probably one of the, you know, pardon the pun here. Quentin is probably one of the quintessential humble brags. Like he has such a fantastic way Way of framing his message that he's sharing on things comes across as you clearly know he's growing. You clearly know that he's looking to invest in more real estate. You clearly know that he's buying multifamily, but he just does it in a really nice, soft and subtle way. And you just sit there and go, yeah, I want to work with Quentin, right? Some cool things from there. Okay. So those are just some examples I just wanted to share with you. Now, honest to goodness, I could spend an entire training video just talking about the do's and don'ts of social media, to be honest. Okay, so let's get into the next one. So we've talked about the communication. This is the, remember the clear format. Communication, L is for leverage. E is for engagement. So are you engaging with your audience? Do you make a commitment to connect with the people that you are trying to serve? Are you blocking time in your calendar to make the connection? Now, this is different than social media. Now, let's think about this. Let me back up for a second. The thing that I'm talking about when you go onto social media and you make the posts on social media, I call that a little bit more lead generation, where you're putting the lead generation out there, where you're trying to get more people and you're getting the attention, you're getting the eyeballs. Now, what we're talking about in engagement is we're talking about once people have had some eyeballs and maybe they've reached out to you. Then what you start doing from here is you start making a commitment to engage in the conversation with those people. They could be people that are already in your database. It could be people that are already in your phone. It could be people that are already know you, know, like, and trust you. Now you're starting to engage them. And I call that term typically the nurturing phase, where you're starting to nurture the contacts to keep moving them forward along the path of potentially working with you. So that's the process there. Lead generation is for the social media. And then the nurturing is the phase that we're talking about here is the pure engagement. So you're in engaging, and that's the nurturing phase of what we're talking about here. Okay, so let's get back to this. So truly, if you learn how to do this properly, is this could be a business within the business. If you learn how to do it properly to engage with 
the audience, engage with people to help them move along their journey. You can have people that have real estate investment opportunities, okay? You could have those investable opportunities where people will sit there and they will come to you and say, look, you know what? You got an audience of people. I have a project. Would you like to take a look at it? Take a look at it. And would you recommend that? Remember that paid collaboration thing I talked about? You potentially could have a paid collaboration and you potentially could get paid to promote a project that you don't even own or maybe even get an equity portion of that. That truly could be a business within the business. Okay, now here's what I'm trying to get. Here's the exercise that I want to share with this one for everybody is I call it the bottom six. So here's a way of engaging. So every one of us probably has one of these fancy-dancy phone things, right? And on there, if you actually go on it, you probably have your text messages, all those kind of things. You have all those text messages on there. Here's an exercise that someone once shared with me is what you do is you go on to, to your phone and you scroll to the bottom of all the text messages. You might be just, oh, geez, I've got an awful lot of people here. And you scroll all the way to the bottom. And then what you do is on a weekly basis, you make a commitment to connect with the bottom six people that are on the list of your text messages. If you just do that alone every week, every week you just make a commitment to connect with the bottom six. And it doesn't have to be anything earth shattering, to be honest. It could be just something as simple as, hey, Jim or hey, let's let's oh hey Joan, I just came across your number on the phone and it hadn't been a while since I've talked to you. I just want to know, you know, no response required. I just want to reach out. I just want to see how you're doing, how the kids doing, how was back to school for you guys? Did everybody get back to school healthy and safety? I sure hope we, you know, whatever. Right? You just keep it loose and you just want to just engage. And every week, if you just do that one exercise of picking the bottom six, the bottom six on your phone, if you just pick those bottom six and you just reach out to them, you will start having a connection back with a lot of people within your database. Okay, so that's the bottom six exercise on the engage. Okay, so let's come back to this again. Remember, the clear formula. Communicate, leverage, engage. Now we're going to talk about having an active interest, an active interest in what people are doing. You know, it's one thing is you can always tell 100% you can tell when you're going to uh, say a conference or something like that, and you're talking with somebody. And all of a sudden, you know, you're sitting there and they're talking to you. So how's it going? They have a little bit and then all of a sudden they're looking around. Who else is here? You can just honestly see they're, they're looking for somebody else to talk to. Like, truly, they're doing that. And they're sitting there, and they're looking for somebody else. And they're going, oh, oh, oh okay, um, Got to go, right? So that's not somebody who has an active interest in what you're trying to do. And that is truly, it's a trainable skill is to 100% have an active interest in the person you're talking to and treat every person the same, right? Truly have a genuine interest on who you're, people you're dealing with. Now, here's a quick little short little video clip that I'm going to play here for you guys. And this is from Simon Sinek. Obviously, many of you know Simon Sinek, and he shared this wonderful lesson who's a three-star general in the Marine Corps, he says his test for leadership, and I love this, he goes, his test for a good leader is if you ask somebody how their day is going, you actually care about the answer. Really is that's the true test of a leader is when they do ask them how their day is going, you actually care. Okay, so do you have a genuine interest on what people are doing? Do you have a genuine interest on how people's dairies are going? You have a genuine interest on what they're all about, right? Listen first, right? They will care if they know you care. 
right? And watch for clues. Like you start leaning in, their face starts lighting up. They start leaning in in the conversation. Their eyebrows start going up when they start talking about things that just that they're on fire about. And that's what you just, you just can lean into those conversations. And you watch for those clues. When you watch for those clues, those are things that you can potentially build off of to have the conversation around. Build off of what's important to them. Build off of what's exciting to them. And I I call the term, you know, many of you would know the term called improv, right? A lot of people, it's more associated with uh, comedians and comedy and things like that, is where somebody says something and then you build something funny off that. I think the skill of improv when having a conversation is fantastic, but it doesn't have to be funny. It's something that whatever they offer to you, you build off of that conversation piece, and then you just keep the conversation moving. Okay, that's what you're trying to accomplish here. What you're listening for, here are the clues that you're listening for. You're listening for pain and gain. Okay, you're listening for something that they're struggling with. That's one of the things you're listening for. Another thing you're listening for is maybe something that they're excited about, they're moving forward with, and they're trying to gain. So pain and gain are the two biggest motivation factors for most people to do something, is the fear of something or the pleasure of gaining something gain something, go towards it, or move away from something. So those are the two things that you're really listening for is pain and gain. And then the other thing you're really trying to look for is, this is part of what I like to share, I call it the ELF acronym here, is you're, when you're communicating with the people you're talking about, emotion, logic, and FOMO. And FOMO stands for, as we know, is the fear of missing out. Okay, so when you're having these conversations with people, maybe you're starting to transition this into a real estate conversation, right? You start talking about some of the emotion around why you invest in real estate, why you're so passionate about this, how you're so excited about your family's financial future, about your going. And then you start maybe transitioning into the logic. It just makes sense for us to move our capital over from this market where it will not cash flow. It doesn't make sense. I'm just moving it into the next up and coming marketplace. And it just makes sense because I'm doing it based upon economic growth, based upon population, based upon people working, based upon the growth and the affordability of the housing market. Emotion, logic, and FOMO. And then the other thing is that one of fear is that, you know what, I've got a only, I've only got three of these opportunities. Unfortunately, I wish I could buy a hundred of them, but I do only have a couple and I'm looking for some people to work with. Emotion, logic, FOMO. Those are some of the key things that you want to talk about there as well. And just remember, always, you're always trying to serve, help, and solve problems. If you come at it from a standpoint of always solving a problem for somebody, you will always have value to offer to another person. All right, so let's dive into this next one. So remember, we've talked about the communication. We've talked about the leverage. We've talked about the engagement, and then we've talked about the active interest, active interest now. But then the clear analogy is right now. Like truly, what are you going to do right now? And this quote on this first of the headline of this one is, this was a quote from one of my early bosses that I had once, and he was just phenomenal. One of his signature sayings was, if not now, when? Like, for example, here's what we would do. We would sit there and we'd be brainstorming an idea. Okay, and we had this ideas are a dime a dozen in many respects. And we have this wonderful idea and we everybody sit there. Yeah, we got to do this. This is a great idea. And he would sit there and he goes, "Okay." at the end of it, it goes, if not now, when? And if not you, who? If not now, when? And if not you, 
who. Those are some of the things that I always want to instill when I'm coaching with somebody is to instill it's the execution. Ideas are great. Ideas, don't get me wrong. I love ideas. Ideas are let's get fired up about it. But if you don't execute against these ideas, the ideas for not. Nothing will happen if you don't execute it. So honestly, what I'm suggesting for each and every one of you guys here today is after you've watched this or after you've listened to this, is start today. Start with something, right? Start putting your contacts that you have in your Outlook and your Gmail account and all these things, put them into an Excel spreadsheet or put them into a Google Docs or a Google Sheets or whatever. Start compiling your contacts into a database, right? That'll be absolutely critical. And then what you do is put a goal in place to measure your progress of how you're working against your goals. If every day on your calendar of things to do, you're trying to generate more people on your database, lo and behold, over time, you will have a database that people will want to partner and collaborate with you. Is Start compiling those names, start putting them into a spreadsheet, and then eventually over time, you can start getting those into a CRM database. Okay, gang? So that's part of the formal part of this presentation. And for those of you who listen to the podcast, I kind of did this in presentation style. So if you want, by all means, please jump onto my YouTube channel. If you want to see the visuals, you want to see some of the pictures, stuff like that. But I think I did a pretty good job of describing the lessons for audio only. Now, here's the next thing I want to share with many of you guys. I believe there's a huge gap in the market out there right now. Let's put it this way. There's a lot of resources in the real estate space about teaching you a lot of the how-tos, right? How to buy a property, how to buy a multifamily property, how to get a mortgage, how do you get, you know, even how do you do a joint venture? How do you raise this capital? How do you do agreement for sale? Lots of those kind of things. I think that there is a big, huge gap out there. And the reason I say that is because I couldn't find anything (laughs) is that uh, nobody is teaching people how to become a real estate influencer. How do you put your brand together? How do you build out your website? How do you communicate with an audience of people? How do you set up your databases? How do you put your marketing funnels together? How do you brand things with your colors? As you can see in a lot of the things I'm doing here, a lot of my colors and everything I'm doing is all brand. My font is on brand, is on point. My logos, everything that you see here has all been intentionally designed because I started with a vision, a brand, an ideal avatar, and I've walked people through that. So What I'm trying to say is for many of you guys, if you are interested in learning more, I would highly encourage that you are subscribed to my channel and also to the podcast as well, because I'm starting to, I'm starting, I've put together a lot of resources already, but I'm going to be walking through a group of people into uh, what I call the real estate influencer program, where we're going to talk about your brand, building out your brand, building out your website, building out your, your digital assets to help you doing that. And if you are interested in that, make sure you're subscribed on my database, make Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I practice what I teach. Make sure you're subscribed to get on the first notification. This will be for people that probably are clear on your strategy, but you're sitting there going, nobody knows who I am. I'm obscure. I have the greatest deals in the world, but just nobody knows that. 
And then the other thing I'm going to say is I know some people that are probably watching this and listening to this are Raising Capital Academy members. Guys, Raising Capital Academy members, this is going to be included for free in your program. So if you're not part of the Raising Capital Academy, I would highly encourage you to get part of this because you will be part of this. And this will be a four charge cost for people to be part of this program, for people to get access to this. But if you want it for free, if you're a Raising Capital Academy member, you can get it for free. Okay, gang, so that is the presentation there. That is the clear strategy for how to generate attention for your real estate investment business. All right, gang, so I hope you've enjoyed this little bit of a different podcast episode, a little bit of a different YouTube channel. Like I like to go deep, obviously. I like to go into, when I sit there and I I was putting together, like I'll give you a backstory here. So the entire backstory of how this happened was, Jennifer Claremont, the video that sent to me, that she sent to me, she sent that video and I said, that's a fantastic thing. I should shoot a video and create a video on that about what wonderful job she did. So I created that. I created a couple of slides and I said, well, you know, I need to teach a little bit more of the backstory. I need to teach a little bit more. I need to offer more value. I need to keep giving on top of that. So that one, two slides of teaching those couple little concepts turned into an entire 60-minute presentation that I'm delivering. And it's actually led into a few other things that are coming in there. I'm trying to backfill this. Okay, but how do people want to learn how to set up a studio and do high-quality video like this? How does somebody maybe want to learn how to do a YouTube channel and create videos? How about live streaming? How about podcasting? How about... And then I had to back it up from there, and I'm going, well, geez... Then we have to have a conversation about brand messaging and colors and fonts and where do you communicate and building all that out, building your team. So this one thing that was sent, so thank you very much, Jennifer Claremont, has turned into multi-level tier service of other people that are out there. So that's just a long-winded way of saying is there's a lot more resources to follow. And if any of you guys are interested in getting in on the inside track, I highly encourage you to check out the Raising Capital Academy. Be part of that program because all those things that I talked about, which is coming next, you can actually get into that for free. Sure hope you enjoyed today's episode. A little bit of a different flavor, if you will. A little bit of a a different take and a little different perspective on attention, attention generating strategies. It's not all about the, you know, look at me, look at me, you know, all this kind of stuff. I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread, everybody else, you know what, and I'm the greatest thing, right? So a little bit of maybe a Canadian's guide. Maybe I should have named it that. The Canadian's Guide to Generating Attention. All right. So I sure hope you enjoyed it. What was your key takeaway? What was the thing that you were going to implement from listening to? And, you know, if you've jumped onto the YouTubes and you've jumped on there, what are you going to take from that? And what are you going to execute against? Are you going to relook at the way you post? Are you going to relook at turning all conversations into real estate conversations? Are you going to start looking at maybe starting elevating your attention and to start building your list, compiling all the contacts you have into an Excel or a Google Sheets document? Are you going to then start maybe doing the bottom six exercise that I outlined in this presentation? This one's a deep one, guys. I encourage you to come back to it many times, both watch it, 
both listen to it, but most importantly, implement and execute against it. Now, one final thing I'm going to put out there is Jennifer Claremont. I featured you in here. I hope you're listening to this. I'm actually going to test. I'm going to do a little test to see if uh, if you're uh, listening and paying attention. As I mentioned in the presentation, Jennifer, if you are 100% interested in becoming a guest on my podcast, I would be truly honored to have you as a guest on the podcast, feature what you're going. I think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn from what you and Sean are doing and the getting started journey of the path that you're going down for your real estate investing and also taking action on generating some attention for your business. All right. So I'm going to put that invitation out there for you. If you would like, I would be truly blessed and honored to have you as a guest on the podcast. All right, guys. And plus, at the end of this episode, you would have heard a little bit of information about the Real Estate Influencers Program. Now, I'm going to, you know, be truth be told and 100% full transparency. I'm recording this closing after I did the presentation, and I've had a a couple days and a weekend to think about it a little bit more. I think I'm going to rename it. I think I'm going to name it the Real Estate Leadership program because it's so it's turning out to be so much deeper than just communication and copywriting and live streaming and videos and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. It's truly turning into an influencer program. But more importantly than being an influencer, you also have to be a leader. And this program is going to be 100% focused around people that want to become leaders in the real estate industry, leaders in your own business, leaders in the community of education, leaders that can help inspire an entire other generation of real estate investors to come. I'm so fired up by that title and I just had a complete pivot moment. And I just had one of those light bulb moments when I was in the shower showering and, you know, I don't have any hair to wash. I just, <laughs> if you've seen pictures. So I have lots of good thinking time in the shower. And I had that one as I go, it's so much deeper than just being an influencer program. It's actually a truly a leadership program. So if any of you guys are interested in being part of that, just stay tuned. More details are to follow. I am fully fleshing out all the ideas and plan and roadmap for it. And when we're going to launch, it's going to be big. This could be one of those game-changing programs. Let's put it this way. I'm fired up about it. I truly am. I am can't I'm losing sleep over this because it is such a good idea. And I think the time has come to bring this out to the light of day. And I can't wait to share this with the first group of people that go through. All right, guys, I will stop there because I could go on and on because I'm fired up. All right, everybody, you know, how we end off each and every one of these podcast episodes. Remember, in every interaction you have with another person, always always, always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and always come from a place of love. Bye from now, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now. Bye for now.